Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey gang, welcome into another edition of the podcast. It's Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders from Strategic Planning Corporation and myself here to talk about retirement expenses, which we may have forgotten to plan for. Obviously, it's we're trying to strategize and plan for things in retirement, but there's always going to be the unknowns. And you wonder, well, can we really truly plan for unknowns? Well, maybe not necessarily, but we can kind of maybe pad the stats, for lack of a better term, in some hmm. different apart- departments that might help us overcome unplanned for expenses that might arise. So we're going to discuss some practical tips and strategies to hopefully help kind of ensure some of that stuff along the way with Mike. As always, what's going on, my friend? How are you this week? Yeah, um, when we were recording this, Mark, um, we just last week had a seminar or workshop, whatever, uh-huh. um, on this this kind of thing. Oh, uh, it's yeah. interesting. It's nice. about uh, you know planning for extended care. Uh, you know, what are some of the experiences people had had? We had a lot of interaction uh, among the group that was there, uh, just sharing stories about, you know, how they took care of family members or friends and and all like that. And some of the impacts from an emotional, from a financial, from a physical uh, standpoint. And uh, there were three of us there, our attorney, Philip Corson, and uh, elder care manager um, has run nursing homes and things like that, uh, home health care agencies. And really helps people, uh, you know, figure out what's the best thing for them at this point. He's got a great uh, organization, Scott Tenbrook, and then myself. And uh, we were just, you know, amazed at some of the things people have actually pulled off. But in every case, it was totally unexpected that they would be doing that. It was very interesting. So. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that's great that you guys had a good turnout. You had some good interaction with folks, yeah, and they were yeah. definitely asking the questions. And it's easy to kind of, especially with the medical side, right? That's actually the first one that was on my list to talk about today as well, is just kind of the unexpected expenses sometimes that may, like we're getting, you know, maybe we have some insurance, we got, you know, we got Medicaid and, and so on and so forth, but you know, there's other things, the out-of-pocket stuff, Mike, that really kind of stacks up that many people just don't have a plan for. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think I just I want to say maybe it's a week or so ago I saw Fidelity. I'm not sure how recent it was, but from Fidelity.com they said the average person is looking at about three hundred thousand in out-of-pocket in retirement for for medical expenses. Oh, that's medical, yeah, that's yeah. hefty, man. That's like you hear that and you and you almost want to throw in the towel because you're like, just I can't. What am I supposed to do with that? You know, mm-hmm. but we don't. Mm-hmm. What we don't realize is that we are spending that over the course of retirement, and it's just kind of one of those little things that extra things that's chipping away at some of the money we might wanted to be able to use for, you know, leisure activities or, or whatever that might be. So it's just, again, it's an expense that is happening to us that we maybe didn't plan for. So can we, you know, kind of put that into the budget somewhere where we're trying to, you know, add, I guess, onto our medical uh, bucket, if you will? Yeah, uh, you definitely can. I mean, it's not like you got to, with Fidelity's number 300,000, uh, that's over your retirement years. It's not in one year. Right, right. Um, it's over the yeah, it's over the 30 yeah. years or, or 20 yeah, exactly. years or 15 years or whatever it might be. Right. But it still can add up to it's a, a, it's still a number, big number. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and that's what what they're saying there is that's the out of pocket. So, you know, a couple of things you can do. 
brush and floss your teeth, uh, <laughs> you know, try and avoid some of those expenses, exercise, do all those kind of things to stay as healthy as you can. And of course, you know, and there's different reasons and, and situations where people do get ill mm-hmm. and you, you can look at it from the standpoint of, all right, I can either save a pot of money, $300,000, if I want to really be aggressive about that aspect of it, right? or you can plan for having the money that is producing your income, which whether it's coming from Social Security, from a pension, from accumulations of your own through IRAs, 401ks, et cetera, and individual savings, which, you know, I, I really want to say that because we so often think, you know, IRA, okay, I can put six or seven or that now this year, 6,500 or 7,500 in a year. Mm-hmm. My 401k, I can put in, they, they'll match 4%. And, you know, if I'm doing that, am I, am I doing everything I can? Well, maybe, but there's, there's always just, uh, invest and save additional monies, you know, that, things like that. Right. Self-funding, right? Yeah. Self-funded. Yeah, right. And so, you know, having all those things working toward knowing what your goal is, what you what you can do to take care of this expense is, like you just said, build it into the budget. So if you know your health insurance in a Medicare supplement or in an Advantage plan, you know what your premiums are and you're going to build inflation into your planning and all that. So you can take care of that issue down the road. But right, you know, right. If you- it is right now what it, what it looks like. Well, if uh, your out-of-pocket maximum on your insurance plan is $6,000 a year, well, you know that your worst-case scenario is $500 out of your pocket per month. So you want to budget in medical say, medical expense, $500 a month, you know, what have you, uh, for dental, you know, whatever it takes for that. It, it, it can be done. It's not rocket science, but it's just a matter of saying, oh, I need to recognize that this is something I will continue to have expenses about later on. And they tend to be a little higher because we're wearing out. And so, you know, the servicing of the vehicle is a little more expensive as you go longer. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, and there's other little things that take people by surprise, right? Because like dental, for example, not covered Mm -hmm. by Medicare, right? Right. Uh, Parts of eye care is not covered. Uh, Cataract surgery is, but like regular eye maintenance is not, you know, so Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. along that line, right? What about unexpected travel, Mike? So again, this one, this was a, this is a big ticket item in retirement. I want to say that I think based on the, the, the most recent breakdown again from Fidelity, I think home was the number one expense. I want to say that food was number two, medical was number three, and travel was number four as far as in, in retirement budgeting. And mm-hmm. what I mean by unexpected travel is, we well, again, we say, well, we're going to do X number of trips in, you know, let's say a 10-year yeah. period or whatever. We're kind of planning for that. Well, let's maybe right. pad those numbers because what if some unexpected things come up? You were just talking about um, people coming to getting together and talking about uh, with that seminar you were doing. Well, a long-term right. care event could be something that you didn't have planned. Like maybe it's a sister in a different state that you got to go spend uh, six exactly. weeks with, you know, that exactly. was, I mean, stuff like that, right? Uh-huh. And in fact, that was the very first example that someone gave. Where oh, they really? Had an wow. Uncle, yeah, an uncle that lived in Washington State. They live in South Carolina. And uh, she went and would go six weeks at a time with him and then come back, you know, to kind of take care of her situation, sure. her family. And, and that's, and that's eating into her. Re- yeah, that's eating into her retirement. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It affected her job. It affected her, uh, you know, accumulations and all. And 
Yeah. Um, so th- those are things that we need to think about. I mean, and, and there's other unexpected travel that you might have, you know, like say somebody, well, like, you know, you've been taking care of somebody and then they die and you got to go to a funeral out of state or something like that. Right. Or, or maybe you weren't taking care of them. You just find out about, you know, somebody doing, having a, a death. Yeah. And those like numbers that. pick up as we're aging, right? So many friends and yeah. loved ones across the country pass away. We're, we're going out to those. And again, it's not something like it's, unex- it's, it's expected in life that we're going to lose friends and loved ones. Right. But I think when we're planning our budget, for lack of a better term, I know people hate the B word, but when we're planning our strategies for retirement, we just don't think about including some of those things. Hey, I might yeah. I might lose yeah. 10 or 12 of my really good friends this year. Maybe I need to put a little extra aside for those expenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Or for, on the other side, you know, we, we, we always talk about you don't see people except at uh, funerals and weddings. So you got a, <laughs> a grandchild who's going to get married somewhere uh, in the Caribbean or whatever. And you, oh, you, yeah. you got another trip that you hadn't planned on and it's or, not at the cheapest place to stay. Or right. Whatever. Or, or worse yet, you you know, you know grand, grandma and grandpa said they were going to pay for it. Right. And yeah, all, of a right. Sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, granddaughter or, you know, or grandson says, hey, we want to get married in the Bahamas. And you said you were paying for it and you're like oh yeah, yeah. well I, I was paying for it at the corner church down here so. right there you go exactly so yeah again unexpected travel so i think yeah. i think the padding of the accounts or the padding of the buckets uh, mm-hmm. a little over right could be a good way of looking at this okay we've set aside x number of dollars for travel with our retirement plan with mike let's add 10 percent for that unexpected you know or, or whatever that looks like yeah yeah you can certainly do that and of course when you get into it and if some of these things start happening and they're snowballing i mean it's not like you have to do everything that you think you have sure. to do. I mean, uh, exactly. You know, yeah. you, you make decisions about stuff and you do what you feel is the best thing for your family and yourself and all that. But right. um, yeah, you, you, you roll with the punches. You roll with the punches. Uh, let's yep. keep going here. I want, I've got three more I really want to hit. So okay. let me jump to taxes. This is an expense. You know, how you say, well, I didn't plan to forget for taxes. Well, no, you probably didn't. But did you plan for the fact that we're going to get higher taxes, Mike? I mean, come mm-hmm. on, right? Yeah. yeah. And people say, well, we don't know that that yet well we do because if mm-hmm. they do nothing which congress is really good at they're good at that <laughs> the taxes are going up in 26 so even if they yeah. do nothing they're going up they may not be going up as now they could be going up a lot higher if they just mm-hmm. go back to what they were in the prior administration or the obama administration uh, before mm-hmm. the tax cuts and job act they're going up at least it won't be as much as we, we fear it could be but they could you never know, right? I mean, it's anything's right. possible. So yeah, oh yeah, and and so you know you want to be thinking about that now if you're not retired yet, of course, and it's you getting are, close, uh, yeah, yeah, you're getting close and all that kind of stuff. But you know the the thing that that you want to think about there is uh, how can I position myself so I'm not impacted as much by higher taxes that may come down the road. And that's where things like converting from. Uh, traditional IRAs, traditional 401k savings to Roth IRA, Roth 401k might not be a bad idea. I mean, of course, you got to you got to weigh all the factors because, you know, if you're in your highest earning years and things like that, it might not be the smartest thing. Or if you on uh, taking Social Security, you might create a situation where you cause it to be taxable where it wouldn't have been otherwise. Yeah, you, know, you, you got to weigh all the different pieces 
uh, when you're making those decisions. But, you know, think ahead about some of that stuff you can be doing so that you're not impacted as much by Congress's whims to increase their revenue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, because if you're, you know, if you're currently on what, 22, let's say, um, Mm -hmm. and a lot of retirees are on the 22% tax bracket right now, you're going up to what's it, I think, what's it moving up to 25, Mike, if it, when it goes back to, uh, it goes back to what it was. Yeah. yeah, I think the 22 goes back to 25. Right. But again, if you're not doing things smartly, you could jump into the 28, you know, or what if you're in the 25 and you go to 32, right? I mean, it's, you know, ouch. Exactly. <laughs> so yep. you got to start. Jumps. Yeah, you got to plan for that. Uh, let's mm-hmm. talk about maintenance and repair. We were talking on our prior podcast about moving the goalposts, and cash is one of those reasons people kind of go, "Well, let me save some more for emergencies, or let me save some more." It makes me feel better. But I wanted to talk about like maintenance. I mentioned earlier that Fidelity says I think the home is the number one expense. Um, yeah. Maintenance, repair. Now, many people, many financial advisors, Mike would say, "Well, fixing the HVAC if it goes out might fall under the emergency." fun. And I would say, mm-hmm. sure, if it went out unexpectedly. But here's my yeah. question to you as a, as a planner. Mm-hmm. If you're, let's say, 60, and you yeah. know you've got a 30-year-old roof on your house, mm-hmm. and you're going to have to replace it at some point in retirement, why is that not being planned out in your in your retirement strategy ahead of time? Don't let that be an emergency expense. You know it's coming, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Same, same thing, thing with, with HVAC, uh, right, or whatever, yeah. Yeah, same, same thing with a car. I mean, a oh, true, yeah. You wear out. And you, they don't have to wear out every two years or four years. I mean, you know, they, they'll last 10 or so um, or, or longer in, in many cases. But I mean, you know, to have a good, reliable car and particularly, you know, as you age. So you're probably going to replace it once or twice during retirement. So, yeah, you, you, like you just said, you build it into the cash flow plan, you know, whereas you might say, say you're buying a car right now using, um, financing. And so you've got a car payment. Do you just take that out of the retirement projection or do you leave it in? Not that you're necessarily having a car payment, but you're saving for that sort of thing to replace it down the road with cash if you need it. So yeah, it's it's something that you you need to um, think about and, and keep in the budget, so to speak, when you're building that retirement budget. Yeah, exactly. And again, strategize for it, plan for some of these things. And then of course, you've got the emergency fund. Yes. If power went out and and if a storm came and you know all the brownouts caused something to burn out or something like that's different, right? Sure. That that's certainly an emergency. And then it finally, is. you know, finally, Mike, let's talk about the last one that and, and people will say, well, how in the world do we plan for this one? It's everybody's friend, uh, you know, inflation. <laughs> Yet not, <laughs> right? Yes. How do you how do you plan for inflation? Well, you still yeah. can. I mean, like, mm-hmm. and here's the thing with inflation, Mike. I say this all the time. Inflation's like calories. Nobody cares about it until they're watching their weight, right? No one cares about their calories until they're thinking about losing weight, and then they're concerned about how many calories they're taking. Well, same thing with inflation. Nobody cared about it until it slapped us in the face and got really high. That's right. But it's always there. Yeah, Yeah. but it's always there, so you can plan for normal inflation. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, over the last uh, probably 20 years or so, inflation probably averaged in the two, two and a half percent range a year. And then, but if you go back 40, 50 years, it's about four and a quarter. So, you know, that's the average. Uh, Then you have these spikes like you did in the late 70s, early 80s. And then what we're seeing again now, which was that gap of about 40 years there that you had uh, just declining inflation and and very, very low inflation. So, you know, the way you do it is you just you're not going to spend all that you earn. Uh, You want to build your portfolio uh, in a way that there's enough there to generate more income than what you need and you keep the excess 
over what you need and you plow it back into the account. Don't ever take it out, really, but you, you know, you just reinvest it to build the account to offset the in- impact of uh, cost of living increases of inflation. Yeah. And you, you can do that in, in your planning. And, uh, you know, the important thing is, again, yeah, kind of like what we were talking about last time about moving the goalposts. You don't want to be overly aggressive about it because probably you're not always going to have this higher rate of inflation. It does tend to in the past uh, go down after a period of, of shock. But yeah, you need to plan for it, that it's it's going to be there. And so um, maybe that average is three, maybe that average is four that you use building your your um, plans for how much you need to accumulate in order to meet your expenses in retirement. Yeah, I mean, so think about basic inflation, Mike, and people sometimes get blown away by this. And I know this is something that you share with people when you're doing the strategizing and the planning. But let's say that $5,000 is the monthly number that you need of income mm-hmm. coming in at, at the age of 65 for retirement. Well, under normal inflation, what is it, 20 years later, that 5000 is going to cost us 10000 right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just for, just from the normal compounding of normal inflation. So think about that. I mean, that's double, right? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's yeah, double exactly. under a normal inflation rate of about 3%. So what's it going to be if it's a little higher? Or what's it going to be if you live to be 90 or 95 in retirement, right? So right. you could be looking at right. 12, 14, 15,000 dollars a month to, to survive, you know, or and for those 5, same yeah, on that same 5,000. So you got to strategize and plan for expenses. And oddly, it's surprising to me how many times people go and get a cookie cutter plan from some place and it doesn't take that into account. Oh really? Yeah. You yeah. know. It's like you work yeah, with someone I mean, it's a critical part. Yeah. It sure is. Work with someone who understands that uh, and it's going to help you with all those little facets. It's even the things that, you know, we just don't often think about. And Mike's been doing this for 45 plus years, so again, he's seen just about everything there is. So if you need some help, reach out to him, get yourself onto his calendar at Strategic Planning Corporation. You can uh, find him online at spcinvesting.com. That's spcinvesting.com to talk with Mike Flanders, financial coach, and he's here to help you uh, all around the area, but of course, uh, all around, if you can, well, the podcast is national, you can listen to it anywhere, but he serves folks in the Carolinas. So reach out to him, spcinvesting.com. And don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, and all that good stuff. Mike, thanks for hanging out, buddy. And I appreciate your time as always. Sounds great, Mark. And sometime we'll go get us a $5 Big Mac. Oh, excuse me. I think they're $10. Now. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, inflation. There you we'll go. See. Inflation. Uh, nice. Can we can we give five guys instead? Of course, that might be $20. But <laughs> yeah, we can do that. <laughs> there you go. All right. We'll I see you next time. Yeah, it might be 10 guys. Yeah. We'll see you next time here on Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll catch you next time. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.